0: Hello everybody, welcome back to the trick podcast of joy ghosts to be on this beautiful Saturday. There's my ghost Bella right there, October 7th, 2023. Welcome back to my channel. Welcome back to this episode talking about a little update just on the journey of this Enneagram 3, of a man at midlife, of a man who is accustomed to succeeding and achieving greatness, but has been hasn't been succeeding and or doing many great things at least in my head which is all part of the the mask of being an achiever a three also yeah so praying for my gut it's still hurting me side here things that I have dealt with in the past and just praying for it to release it's been a few months and last time I went to the doctor about it it was just uh, a bunch of anxiety I dealt with this actually about four or five years ago I don't feel anxious, but as I said, definitely there's a lot of worrying (laughs) that is on my mind. But I do know that God is at work. There are even some practical, tangible things that I am hopeful for. And then there are just the ongoing resting and learning and supporting and all those things. So let's see. First of all, my beautiful wife and I are in love, and she's actually right now in Oregon, wrapping up the last uh, things at her beautiful father's house. As you know, in December, excuse me, in February of this year, Dad Baker passed away. Terrible, terrible day. I think that in many ways kind of launched at least my own sense of worry and fear and just emotional, really, just emotions. And then, of course, our dear Daisy, or the dog, she had some, still had some health issues. Then my beautiful son, David, moved away to college. All good things you could say. Well, those first two things aren't good, but obviously David going away to college was good. But you can, you can imagine, right? You're, I'm sure if you're a husband or especially a Hispanic man, my goodness, not easy to let go of our kids. He's doing well. He, everything is going well for him, but and then of course, as I said, the ongoing searching since August August of 2021 of what is it that the Lord wants from me and where is He leading me? In these two years, the first year I dedicated myself to really support VO Victory Outreach, downtown Santa Ana. Shout out to my beautiful church where I've been worshiping for the last, as they said, almost two years. First, through music production, said to my dear Water Walker and Mason and the rest of the guys, and then being next to my dear Pastor Chris and his wife, Adriana, supporting them at the beautiful church in downtown Santa Ana. So these last two years, since August 21, have been filled with a lot of ministry, and then, of course, as I said, a lot of pain. My wife also lost her job, I lost my job, all in the same summer. Her mom passed away just, I think, a few months before that. Then, of course, we were just going through the pandemic, and then this year, her father passed away, and so, therefore, all the house stuff. It's been a lot, no doubt about it. Both Rochelle and I have had just a lot of times crying. I've been in counseling. I also, this year, speaking of work and income, I began to sub, and it's been a real joy. It's been hard. <laughs> I've been in the public school system since January of this year, almost a year. And then the last few months, I've been at a private Christian school, of all things. It's been a blessing in every way, shape, or form, teaching math full-time. So that's been a blessing. And then I'm now looking at ministry once again. I've I've kind of been dabbling, you could say, here and there applying at a few places, nothing major, because, as I said, I've been just waiting, trusting, following, discerning God's energy and passion and and, and direction in me, and the last, really just the last, <laughs> you could say two weeks, maybe even one week, seven, seven to ten days, some things seem to be coming together in terms of ministry, which could be a dream come true. And so nothing solid yet. No, nothing has been signed, but a lot of conversations that have been a real blessing in my life, true blessing. And so Rochelle and I are praying, asking God, trusting for all the good things to come, not just our way, but that we can be a blessing to wherever we end up ministering as pastors once again, in Jesus name. So that's been Very good. I also wrapped up a few of my coaching clients that I had the last two years. And as well, I've also wrapped up a lot of my music production. I'm still, of course, open and uh, always looking for young Christian artists. But I think that that might be something that God will use in a different way here in the future, as well as worship and teaching and music production and, and coaching. I'm also starting a doctorate in discipleship and evangelism with a focus and an emphasis on Gen Z, especially in the area of mental health and uh, really, yeah, discipleship evangelism reaching young kids today that are dealing with so many problems and difficulties like always. And the church is sort of doing a good job at it, but every church is looking for, has more questions than answers. And so... I am looking into not only my program, but also in ministry to be what some churches call a generations pastor. Basically, discipleship from, you could say, from cradle to the grave, Excuse me, cradle to the grave, not the crave. (laughs) I'm craving some pancakes, I must say. (laughs) ghost of breakfast here. But because I feel like that area of discipleship to young people and their parents and the younger kids is crucial and I feel that as a spiritual father and as a father who's not only been faithful to my beautiful wife which is the foundation of everything that I have and that God's given us but then having raised our three kids and we're still doing that of course but now they're 24, 22 and 20 we I feel I feel just a, a strong call to go back to young kids, whether they are middle school, high school, college, and young adults and above, and young couples as well, and families really just young people in general. And then, of course, the young parents who are having these young kids and to really help them not lose their faith in these troubled waters that we're swimming in. And so, and of course, using worship and music production as a way to reach. A multi-ethnic community or generation and I don't even know if reaching is the right word but really just simply reflecting the beauty and diversity of Southern California so a lot of things that I am longing for teaching and preaching the word of God one of my greatest passions and so I'm praying that all these things or even if it's just half of those things will come together in Jesus name in his time now speaking of Passion and Direction. I was listening to a podcast on the Enneagram, as I always like to do, about the four mantras for Enneagram threes. And really, I think this is for all of us. Four truths. Number one is show up. Number two is pay attention. Number three is tell the truth. Number four is don't get attached to the results. So show up, pay attention, tell the truth, don't get attached to the results. So I wanted to go through them in terms of kind of how how they relate to my life and hopefully you can also Relate to or you can relate to my story But most of all apply this to your life So number one is show up So I would say the way that I've been showing up These last two years since That tough summer of August or summer of 21 Is by First by taking care of my father-in-law And supporting my wife through her grief Second is by Being emotionally present In our kids lives as they also Process graduations both our kids Our girls graduated the last two years David, as I mentioned, moving out, supporting him through that and applying to school and all that goes with that. And then I would say the last year, since January, just uh, going back to work full time. And I was working last year, but more odd jobs and, as I said, music production and just kind of moonlighting, as they say, and the gig economy, just gigs. But now the last, since January, I've been working full time. And so that's how I've been showing up and also I would say showing up to myself to say Lord I need you I don't know what I'm doing I don't know where you're going I don't know what you're what you're saying but I trust you and committing to as I said ministering at our church in Santa Ana faithfully every day pretty much giving and being leaders there at the church as volunteers and then wrapping that up just a few months ago to then go back to full-time ministry as God allows so those are at least a few of the ways in which in which we have shown up, my wife and I and our family. Number two is pay attention. I would say there are some things I'm paying attention to, others that I'm not. As I said, my health. I definitely need to work out and just get healthy again. I kind of mess up my. I don't know, mess up, but I twisted my knee. Maybe I don't know what else is going on in there. But about yeah, three, four, maybe it's been six months. And I haven't really taken care of that. As I said, my gut, there's some things that I need to address and to take care of, pay attention to when it comes to my body and, and most of all, working out and eating healthy, things that I'm not doing. And now what are things that I am paying attention to? I would say is our marriage, committing to being strong for my wife, providing for my wife, being present in her life with her father, with her grief. I didn't go this time to, uh, to help out but because I have some work to do. But in February and March and April, when Dad Baker passed away, I was there just cleaning out the house and going through all of the photo albums and just all of that, just horror. What else can we say of going through someone's um, possessions and someone that you love dearly, your father, in her case, and my father-in-law. So paying attention to that and then paying attention to my soul. What is God telling me to do? Serving at the church that we've been a part of. And then, as I said, to pausing that or stopping that, to leaving so that we could then go back to full-time ministry. I've had a couple of interviews and nothing yet. But as I said, there's a couple of things currently that seem hopeful in Jesus' name. So paying attention to that paying attention to Daisy, our dog, who needs our help, and paying attention to the house, getting some couches, painting the fence. Uh, we had, did we have a leak? I don't no. Well, I took care of a leak that we had when it sort of rained uh, earlier this year, and painted the house. Well, not painted the house, but just spot painted a few things that needed to be taken care of, including the fence, as I said, buying some new furniture, so paying attention to those little things that are very important for a marriage, for a family to function. Number three, tell the truth. Hmm. That one is always hard for us three, isn't it? Telling the truth means what do I really want? Teaching has been a joy. It's been hard to wake up early and to do something so intense five days a week. And now I understand the whole thing of Friday and I can't wait for the weekend because wow. When you're front-facing kids, 7th graders, okay, can I just say that again? 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, and 6th and 7th especially, wow. It's been a lot, and driving 30 minutes, 45 minutes to work and back every day, getting there at 7.20, 7.30. For this guy who likes to go to bed at 2 a.m. and wake up at 10, yeah, it's been crazy. But telling myself the truth that I need to do this, that I need to, yeah, need to do it, that I enjoy a lot of it teaching I love teaching math has been a dream come true I I thoroughly love math and also paying attention to my soul as I said about ministry every Sunday when we were at church I would cry just with love for Jesus and now that we're watching church online and visiting churches and applying etc the same thing goes my heart just longs to be the church and to be a staff and a pastor that people can count on, be on a team where I can be effective. And I think that's part of also telling, telling myself the truth is I'm open to being a lead, a lead pastor. I definitely know that I have leadership gifts and teaching, preaching gifts, worship, of course, et cetera, loving, encouraging, team builder, disciple maker. But I don't have a desire nor a need nor that climbing that I had 10 years ago to be a lead pastor again I would rather be on a strong team support the lead pastor like I did with my beautiful Pastor Chris shout out to Pastor Chris in Santa Ana supporting a younger pastor and really coming alongside him and the church with my wisdom and experience I don't want to be a church consultant I would rather be in ministry because as I said it's what my heart beats for especially for younger generations and so paying attention to that Actually, no. Telling myself the truth, not lying to myself. That first, that I no longer love ministry. That would be a lie. I love ministry. Also, that I have all the gifts. I don't. I will never be a detailed person. <laughs> and but I will always be a man of a man of the Lord, a man of ministry, a man of God. And as I, as my mom says, and as everyone tells me, my therapist, everyone. I can do ministry everywhere, and I am ministering as a seventh-grade math teacher, no doubt about it. But as I said, there's something beautiful about being, those, being a part of a team who creates the place where people go and find Jesus or can be encouraged or supported or discipled in their journey and their pathway towards becoming more like Christ. And then the last one, don't get attached to the results. That's been recent as a three. That's all I think about is, am I the best? Are the people that I'm teaching, let's say in math, are they getting A's? What can I do to be the best teacher, look good, etc.? And I still have that. I don't think that's bad necessarily. But yeah, definitely I've caught myself many times in the last two years just being more honest about things that I failed at or just didn't do well or I still don't do well to this day and not killing myself or berating myself over those things the fact that i'm not in shape the fact that i'm not making a bunch of money or have a title or have a brand new car i don't have any of those things and yet that's okay as my therapist says let go of the outcomes and when i was at all these different schools high schools and elementary and middle schools subbing i was no one i mean you know what it's like right you're the sub you are you're you're you're, you're you're invisible to kids and to the staff. They don't care about you. I see subs now, and I think, wow, that's how I used to look. I don't mean physically, but I mean how I'm viewed. No one talks to you. You're just a hired hand. And I thought, well, let's talk about a thankless job. Teaching, of course, is thankless in general, but being a sub is, I would say, at the bottom of the totem pole for sure. And so not getting attached to the outcomes... But letting God, letting go, really, just letting go, living in the letting go and surrendering everything to Jesus. As St. Augustine said, my heart is restless until it finds its rest in you. St. Augustine, excuse me, not August. I don't know what I said. Augustine. I think I I said Augustus. I think he was a Caesar, right? Yeah. Anyway, so St. Augustine, I am restless. My soul is restless until it finds its rest in you. And I'm not saying I'm there, but. God, the hard way, has taught me, is teaching me to let go of the outcomes in terms of my body, income, all the things that a three normally wants, meaning to be the best and to, be, and to come across and to be seen, admired as the best. And so those are the ways in which I have been living or, I guess, noticing my these four mantras, these four agreements, as another book likes to call them, and these are very important things. And I also am looking forward to building into my marriage, going out with my wife again, and dating her weekly. We date um, sporadically. We spend a lot of time together. Every day we have coffee time. We pray. We laugh. We sing. We cry. We worship. We support each other. We we we're we're one. We mow the lawn together. Go to grocery go grocery shopping together. I buy dinner for us, etc. So, but. I think as this this tsunami passes this I don't think it's a desert, I think it's more of a tsunami. It's kinda of how I feel it. I feel it more like the Red Sea closing down on us. That's more like what it feels like, not so much desert. But more of overwhelm. And for a three, as I was listening to earlier, the hardest thing for us is to feel lost or that we've lost our our way and because our passion then just is lost, and that drive that we normally have is lost. And that's how I felt for a while, that I am just at sea, as I said. Maribundo is the word, at sea, lost at sea, just asking the Lord, God, what are you doing? As those amazing four paintings, famous four paintings say about the happiness curve. The third one, the midlife, the man still has a strength, but he's looking up begging, kneeling, or on his knees, begging God and saying, God, where are you? And all he sees are demons up above and dark skies. But way in the distance, there's still waters. That's how this feels. It's just a nightmare. It's a whirlwind. It's a tsunami. I look up and I, I, where is God? All I see are demons and and darkness. But way in the distance, there has always been a a sliver of hope. And that's the... uh, the holy tradition, I believe they call it, or the I don't know, the holy something for the three is hope. Not a hope of I am hoping this happens, as in blind or even silly faith or, um, yeah, groundless faith, but hope in Christ. Belief is a better word for me. Truth is another word. Holiness, truth, belief that God has it. I don't have to do it all it's not all up to me which is very three maybe it's most of us as humans but as nothing i don't know if nothing that i've tried hasn't worked but in some ways yeah what i've tried hasn't bared much fruit that's not true what am i saying that i haven't been able to muster up the energy on my own this time as threes normally do as that's been a reality i've seen god still work Opening doors, giving me the energy Providing beautiful people That have truly loved me I mean VO, my goodness I don't think I've ever felt so loved And then my current job The kids, I mean just uh, Last week, you know how kids are Seventh graders, just beautiful notes How much they love me and how much they will miss me Once I transition And and then uh, we had a What do they call it, staff formations (laughs) On Friday, just yesterday And one of the teachers, I wish I had the note, just wrote me a truth-telling, meaning a note that rung true to me. And it talked about my encouragement, my biblical knowledge, my love for people, just things that I truly, I, I have heard my whole life, but I haven't heard in a long time, maybe in two years, maybe longer. And so... Michonne if you're listening to this thank you it meant the world to me god gave you the perfect words for me it really moved me to tears and it moved me tremendously another thing that moved me tremendously speaking of affirmations is just having my name on the outside of my room mr t trigero 7th grade i didn't expect that it's uh, i'm only there for 3 months and i only have a few weeks left here 3 4 weeks left and to have my name outside of classroom. As a guy who does not have a credential, I've never taught until this year, until two months ago, full time. I've never put together a lesson plan or grades or any of that. I've never done that ever. Not only to be given the chance, but then to have that plaque out there. And honestly, I would love to keep teaching. Absolutely. I love ministry. I would say just as much, but I think the newness of teaching math has been a dream come true. I would love to teach math full-time and maybe also work full-time at the church. I don't know if I can do both. <laughs> I don't have to choose. That's up to God. God knows. My point is that meant a lot to me. So all these things have truly affirmed me as I've been, as I said, moribundo, not dying, but at sea, just kind of floating on a, on a raft in the middle of nowhere, at times in the middle of very crazy um, currents and, and rough waters and, and just um, storms. And and then at times more still waters, but still out in the middle of nowhere. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to healing my body. I'm looking forward to having Jesus land the plane for me in terms of a place where I can belong. A place where I can... I can rest my soul and give myself and my wife and our family to a a place where we can minister and love and where it also is a part of my my ministry and my income and career and all those things and I can utilize my gifts of music and podcasting and all the rest teaching preaching leading disciple making in Jesus name. so I hope that maybe you can also do a little bit of of um, of thinking back and of um just going through these four mantras show up pay pay attention tell the truth don't get attached and maybe just ponder life a bit and meditate on these four truths how are they showing up in your life i know not all of you like to contemplate i love to contemplate i'm a three and have a lot of two and four in me a lot of love and a lot of melancholy and then of course the three drives me to do stuff and to be the best (laughs) so we as the anchor numbers three six and nine we have a lot to deal with because on both sides of our number there's a lot of the same stuff so the six has five and seven around them the nine has eight and one around them and then the three has two and four around them so and, as, and I believe I'm a three-wing four, one-to-one, one, so there's a lot of melancholy, and so my greatest spiritual formation or spiritual discipline is to feel less. As my father-in-law, rest in peace again, Dr. Dennis Baker, just don't get too low, he would tell me, don't get too low. And so that's always my battle and my prayer, and at times I win, at times I lose, at times it's a draw, and right now I believe that I don't know if I don't even know if winning is the right way to say it, but I feel like God is at work, and I am trusting in Him, and as I said, putting my hope on nothing less but Jesus's blood and righteousness. Tomorrow I am leading worship at the church where I am helping and trusting that God is opening doors at that church in a few areas of interest. But yeah, I look forward to um, supporting my brother Chris as he transitions, and to support my brother in worship in Jesus name thank you again for being here if you would like my coaching if you would like music production if you would like any of these things please email me triggadavidtrigg.com or follow me on Instagram at davidtrigg DM me there thank you again for being here and I'll see you next time adios don't like the way I am